This is Don't Panic, episode number 373, recorded October 30th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that tonight is actually going to talk about technology. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are excited to celebrate the sports equinox. It is Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. What's Good the evening. sports equinox? <laughs> You're going to learn something new. It's it's a holiday it was, I did not make up. It was a trap. <laughs> <It was, laughs> no, this is a, a once a year event, and it's it's called the sports equinox, and it is the one that it usually happens one day a year where all four major U.S. sports are all playing simultaneously. Mm. Simul like at the, you know at the same minute. This as we speak, there is an NFL. Uh, Major League Baseball World Series game, hockey and basketball games all happening simultaneously. One day a year that happens where all the schedules line up. It's called the Sports Equinox. Wow. Who knew? Um, Who knew? I did. And it's on (laughs) Halloween Eve. And it is on. Maybe that's the more notable holiday, I suppose. Uh, Have we talked about? Yes. Oh yeah, just the the etiquettes around um, hosting Halloween as a homeowner. I have never host. Oh, you mean like to give candy to kids? Right. Is there right. an etiquette? I don't know. I assume there has to be an etiquette because everyone seems to know what to do. But maybe like so many things, no one has any idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there something but, in particular yes. you're concerned about? Well, like people say, you leave your light on if you are accepting trick-or-treaters. You leave it off if you're not. Like, there's no handbook that tells Mm -hmm. you about that. You just have Mm -hmm. to know. A thing I didn't even think to to check until someone asked was like, what day is Halloween being celebrated on? I thought that it was always celebrated on Halloween, but apparently in some places it's like, you know, the, the last Saturday before Halloween or whatever. What? Or the closest Saturday, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it can get rain delayed. What? So, who's what's the governing body? Who decides that? Your local municipality, your local government should announce it. My the towns I've lived in, I've always said the town trick or treating night is X night. Seattle. Now, usually Halloween. they try to do it on the thirty first, but like this year with it on a Tuesday, I know some towns trick or treat it on Friday. Um, and some will be doing it tomorrow night. Oh, wow. I actually, Dan, you'll love to. I actually made a Halloween faux pas, I think. Ooh. Um, Or at least people thought it was odd. So when I had a house where I was giving out candy, I found it really hard and annoying to have to open the door every time. Because I was like holding the candy and I was just one guy and then the kids were like too close. They'd have to back up. So I took a folding chair put it in front of my door, sat in the chair with the bowl of candy and would hand it to the kids as they'd walk up to me. And though nobody came right out and said it, I think people did not care for that. I think people found it odd. The odd part was I could see them walking up from very far away. So they had to like make eye contact with me like for way too long. Mm. Um, and so it kind of there was no real trick or treat surprise because I was just sitting there and could see them from far away. Right. That is pretty interesting. Suspicious. 
but I liked it. I thought it was easier. I didn't think about that. So maybe I need to have like a rope that says stand behind this line so that I can actually open the door. <laughs> well, you know, Dan, what's great about your first of all, you have a very trick or treatable neighborhood. Oh, extreme. Yeah, this is why I'm so concerned. You're, you're going to be mobbed. Mm. But you also have a great like. I don't want to say patio, but a little landing in front of your door. You There's could space. set up like a whole thing. We could. Yeah. We're not going to, but <laughs> because no, okay. we don't, we haven't acquired anything, and we're. I and shouldn't mention this, this point, the night before. At this point, we're like, we might as well wait until Wednesday and get all the stuff on eighty percent off. There you um, go for next year. Next year, it's going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> wait. <but> <laughs> I know you didn't mean this, but it sounded like you're going to buy the candy tomorrow and save it for next year to hand out a year old candy. Be like, like Dan is really saving money. Like it's tight, so he's going to buy the candy now. It'll still be good by then. The, the decorations, um, uh, but we did go. To, so hang on, we're, right? So you you'll be. Here's another thing that I was worried about was I was like, well, if we just have our little porch light on no decorations is anyone even going to come to our house or will they assume and so we acquired one pumpkin so we have one pumpkin on our step <laughs> uh, and that's it it's just to just one to sort of pumpkin. indicate but then here's the other problem is that lena went to costco and bought one one giant not but not like industrial size but one large commercial bag of candy and Again, this is an extremely trick-or-treatable neighborhood, so I was like, is this enough candy? Should we have a candy policy? Um, and Lena was like, no, we're going to run a social experiment. I will tell the kids they can take however much candy they want. Yeah, and I was like, this is going to... Kids will react to this in one of two ways. Either they will refuse to take any candy until you tell them how much candy they can take because kids can sense a trap, or... They will take as much. They will take all the candy they can possibly stuff in the bag, and then we'll we'll be out of Halloween by about five forty-five p.m. Right now, that that raises the question: like, presumably, like uh, an unlimited data phone plan, there is actually a limit, right? Like, what is the how how? What as is far as Lena is concerned, limit. Like, would she give the entire? I have probed this. Over several weeks, and I have been told in no uncertain terms that there is no limit and that this is a social experiment. So if some kid came up and just took the whole bag out of her hands, she would say that's the experiment. Lena would be like, huh, okay. Yeah. God, she's <laughs> great. <laughs> that's very that's very funny. I was going to say, like, yeah, and then we just have to turn the porch light off. I don't, I don't know. So, so well, we'll see. I'll, I've learned some valuable lessons in my few Halloweens as a Please. homeowner. And one is that kids today leave the amount of waste in Halloween has to be off the charts because these kids end their night with an impossible amount of candy. I mean, a frankly ludicrous amount of candy to the point where they won't be able to eat it all. So, Dan, I would go the total opposite direction. Everybody gets one. You came, you knocked on the door, you got a candy. They don't need a handful because they're getting handfuls everywhere else. And there's they're just going to throw it away. It's crazy to me. So I would say maximize the amount of people who can participate and everybody gets one. That's you think my most pitch. people throw it away? 
I mean, how much candy can we listen? I, I, the parents I talk to, like colleagues okay. and things like that who are parents, they tell me they will keep like 20% of the candy and let their kid eat it. And the other 80, they'll throw away because their kid cannot eat that much. They will fill a sack with candy per kid. It's very yeah. wasteful. Yeah. Well, I agree with you, um, but I've I've been outvoted somehow. <laughs> I don't know how that she works. She has two but... votes to your one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now the other thing you got to watch out for is the teenager. I've now I, we were forewarned about this by a neighbor. Yes, um, they're bad, and and here they have some some technologies uh, where they I've been told that they roam around on the lime scooters and they are hyper mobile strike squads, um, <laughs> so they can. Um, <laughs> They can really drain an area really quickly. And then the other thing I was told today is that they will they will store all their candy in a depot and go back to the depot frequently so it appears as though they don't have that much candy. And the Lime Scooters are the prime way that... Because apparently you, there's like... Uh, you can get unlimited Lime Scooter pass and parents mm-hmm. get this for their kids because the hill here is so insane. And But you don't need to have a driver's license so you can be like 12 years old on a scooter yeah i i my experience you know at least the teens used to like kind of half wear a costume or like try to like joke about how they're now they're just rude um that was my last i'm not doing any candy last year was my last year i'm not doing it this year because a i just didn't get a lot of people but b i got like rude teenagers and adults adults who wanted candy? Who were like drunk? It was crazy. Um, and I said, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So sounds weird. Here's my other question, going back to the social experiment, you know, because it's not just kids, right? If if we say to the kids, you can take as much as you want, I think the you know, maybe the other third of the population is gonna turn around to their parents for guidance. Mm-hmm. And then what are we gonna do? Or the kids who are too small to know what take as much as you want means. All right. But then they're too small to know what take just one means. Well, their hands are so small, they can't take. <laughs> that's see. really that's your angle. You got hope that's you get lots of small factor. handed children. Yeah. Wow. OK. This all so no Halloween costume. Stressful. I agree, Colby. It was surprisingly stressful. I was like, oh, we, we're, we live in a house now. We, you know, turn on the porch light. And then yeah, I started to think about it a lot more. But maybe that's my problem, though. It often is. I, I think what you got to watch for is the innovation. Like, you got to report back on what's new. Because I remember the first year I had a house and did it, I learned about the Halloween trailer. Which I've seen more than one of, believe it or not. But they, it's like a, they put a like a flatbed trailer on the back of a truck, pile like twenty kids on it, and just drive very slowly house to house. And they run off the trail. You know, the, the trailer's got music and lights, and it's like a party trailer. And the kids wow. run off up to your house, and then they all run back on the trailer, and just put putts along the street. Uh, I thought that was a pretty neat innovation. Wow. Yeah, I I don't remember that as a kid. <laughs> so when I was growing up. Like, our street was way too sparse. Like, our neighborhood is very sparse, right? Like, there's not, you know, the closest house is, like, half a mile down the road. And, like, the next house is another half a mile down the road. So, our trick-or-treating was, like, we would get in the car 
in our Halloween costumes and we would drive around town to everyone we knew. So like we would go to like my grandma's house and then we'd go to like my aunt and uncle's house and then we'd go to like, you know, random family friends and like our other grandma's house. And that that was how Halloween worked. There were no trailers involved. That sounds fun, though. And so you would trick or treat only at the houses of people that you knew or would you then go around that area? So there was like. We would definitely like, you know, it was mostly people we knew we knew at least a little bit like like at my grandma's house. We would like go across the street and go to like the neighbors across the street. Uh, But we wouldn't. Until I think there were one or two years when I was like older, like fifth grade, when it was okay to like be out by oneself. And like I went with like some friends to like the, you know, the more populated area of town. But mostly Halloween was just like <laughs> there, were, there was no there were no strange stranger interactions. It was like mm. friends and family Halloween. Uh, so, Sean Colby, any any costumes this year? Then I did. I I did have a. Co- I should have worn it tonight. Oh, I'm such a sucker. I oh, should have worn it. That would have yeah. been a hoot. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I was uh, for our work party. I don't even have a photo. I was Luigi. Oh, so I got the Luigi. suspenders and the green with the hat and the gloves nice. and the mustache. It was. If I, I'll send you guys a picture when I get one. Someone owes me that in an email, but. Um, yeah, I joke every year I buy a Halloween costume to wear it for one hour to an indoor office party. Um, and then I never use it again. <laughs> nice. I have no costume, at least unless, uh, you know, some inspiration strikes me. Some MacGyver-esque inspiration <laughs> strikes me tomorrow morning. The next, yeah, <laughs> three hours. I, I do right. like the idea, though, of the work from home Halloween party where you just dress up in costume. Right. Well, yeah, but if you're here was the other question I had, actually, if you are hosting or I don't know, providing candy, whatever the verb is, do you is it are you expected to be in costume? No. Okay. I think it's a plus, but I don't think it's required. I I'm trying to think of all the years I handed out candy. I don't think I ever wore a costume. Okay. Well, we MacGyvered a costume together, which was we wore our Hawaiian shirts, including the one I bought with you, Colby. And nice. uh, shorts, and then we hung cameras around our necks, and we were tourists. That was <laughs> that was our nice. <laughs> um, That's pretty. Yeah, getting some use out of that Hawaiian shirt. I don't know if I've told this story, but uh, Colby and I both bought Hawaiian shirts. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? Did we both get them at that place? And yeah. then we came back, and this was like summer 2017, and like. Two weeks later was like Charlottesville. And then there are all these news stories about how the Proud Boys are using Hawaiian shirts as their uniforms. So then I was like, oh, my God, like I can't even wear it for fun on a hot day in New York now. But now it seems like that has sort of faded and Mm, people don't associate like. Yeah, like like how it's okay to hike the Appalachian Trail now. Um, It's not like you guys. Regardless, your shirts look like white supremacists. So, you know, that's you're you're good. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm Wait, was it not it. OK to hike the Appalachian Trail? 
because uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name anymore. The former governor of somewhere who said he was hiking the Appalachian Trail, but no one could find him, even though he was actively the governor of a state. But it turned out he was like cavorting with his mistress in the Bahamas or something like that. <laughs> he was also was he also a presidential candidate? Am I remembering that correctly? Oh, was this no? Uh, uh, Pat McCrory of North Carolina, I believe, is who you're thinking of. There we go. Uh, and so for a, for a right. minute, it wasn't that long, but for a while, hiking the, Appala- hiking the Appalachian Trail was a euphemism for doing other things. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good times. Ah, the good old days. And times were, when, when you could do that and your, your entire life was over. <laughs> Instead of propelling you to more popularity. Right. Dang. Well, with that uh, transition, why don't we talk about the war in Israel? Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, no, uh, guys, let's look at the clock here. You want to talk a little bit of technology? I know. I know. Old fashioned. It's a technological. Did, did you watch Apple's announce? The, probably the most prime time announcement we've ever had. Actually, this is like the most breaking news. <laughs> right? it, this we, is. We did do that one right after before, though. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's what they were. Yeah, this was for you. Like, like they were like, you know, if we do it at 8 p.m. right before 9 p.m. on Monday, don't panic. We'll have to talk. Yeah, Tim Cook's like, guys, wrap it up. The guys are going to be going on every any minute now. Let's go. That's why it was so. We're, We're like the after show. Well, unfortunately, we get to follow up uh, an arguably very boring announcement. Um, so it's the, it was the Scary Fast event that took place this Monday. And guys, the chips have an extra M. Uh, they're now uh, M3, uh, M3, M3 Pro, and M3 Max. Uh, spoiler alert, they're faster. Uh, three nanometer process, um, dynamic caching, ray tracing, mesh shading, uh, somehow I didn't make any of those up. Uh, up to 128 gigabytes of unified memory, 92 billion transistors, a 40 core GPU on the M3 Max. Uh, they are some beefy chips. Beefy chips. And was this also, is this the shortest Apple event ever? Or was that well, education one in Chicago, maybe technically? Or was that one even streamed, the one in Chicago? I don't think that one was streamed. I think it was just that. No, this is probably up there. I mean, this could have been a press release. I'll be honest with you. This this is stretching the, like, minimum amount of news to make an event. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it yeah. was scary so how these, fast the event was. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't lying. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the the processors seem cool. I want to learn more about the the dynamic memory thing because on the face of it, I didn't understand why that was. It sounds hard, but I don't understand why it's useful. It sounds like it. They seem to think it was useful, so there's clearly something I'm not understanding. Um, but there were because there were some rumors. It was like, oh, this is gonna be a gaming focused event. And I can see why someone might think that because this has to be the highest percentage of time in an Apple event spent talking about gaming between the ray tracing and the graphics and the the simulation. They also said the word AI and 
parameters uh, an awful lot. Which So it looks like a really great upgrade, especially the M1 Max to the M3 Max. My poor M1 Max laptop is like oh, 50% faster. That's too bad. But they did, did they even announce how expensive the M3 Max would be? I don't think so. I think they just said starting at. Yes, that's true. They did the starting yeah. at. So who knows? But they might already... I think they might be already available. Yeah, I have order. another pricing question if, if, if you pull that up. Um, I, yeah, go for it. So my other question was, they're like, oh, we lowered the price of the 14-inch MacBook Pro. And I'm like, but did you, though, or did you just remove the old 13-inch MacBook Pro? Uh, you know, <laughs> like, what are the specs of this new $500 cheaper 14-inch MacBook Pro? Yeah, all the info is on the website. If you go with the 14-inch... Uh, base M3, eight core CPU, 10 core GPU, eight gigabytes of memory, which isn't very much, uh, starts at 1599, but you can max it out to the max, uh, for 3,200 at the 14 inch. That's your maximum. And then the 16 inch, yeah, starts at 2499, but that one you can max out, uh, all the way over $4,000. And the 16 inch only comes with the pro or max, the, the, M3 solo chip is only in the 14 inch. So yeah, you should mention uh, new MacBook Pros uh, with the new chips. Uh, the only notable things, the form factor of the computers are the same, except that uh, the touch bar is gone, uh, which Ooh. they still had on the smaller MacBooks. So now finally, there are no more touch bars you can buy on planet Earth, um, which is pretty cool. Nice. And the other thing, and the only time I cheered in the entire announcement, a new color. Uh, you can get the higher-end MacBook Pros in black, in space black, which I'm very jealous I don't own. The return of the black book. Oh, it looks so good. When was that old black MacBook? Was that like 20... 2000? No, it was in 2008-2009. Yeah, because I remember I could have had one. I it, it was theoretically possible for me to buy one for college, but it was too expensive. <laughs> well, the good the space black one is still too expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I just make I make money though. That's the only difference. That's you have a job. That's right. Um, yeah, God, the black two thousand eight. So yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I'll mention is they also did update the iMac uh, with the M three chip. Um, which never got M2, by the way. It only ever had M1. So now it's got M3, uh, but it's otherwise the same computer starting at $1299. If you if you uh, do a 14-inch M1 Max, you can only get 36 gigabytes of memory or 96 gigabytes of memory. Those are your only options. <laughs> that is... You know, I... This announcement really did get me to figure out my new favorite thing about these Apple announcements, like my new like thing to watch for. And that is mm. the insanely unrealistic use cases they have for these new computers, because it's like whether whether you're uh, looking at uh, micro particles as a as a biology researcher or you're. Uh, it's aligning the International Space Station or whether you're, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's like the most ridiculous, like, I just like use Chrome. Like, I just go on the Internet. 
like I, I use a little bit of Photoshop. Like it's always the most, and I get it. I'm not the guy buying the $5,000 computer, but still it's like, Oh, you can, you can take your, uh, ultra 8k high res 18 monitors on the go with you and lose no battery life. I'm like, this is, I don't think they know what to do with the, the video game stuff was exciting. I will say. Yeah. I mean, this is stuff that was only really, this is stuff that you couldn't get in 2019, I think, uh, in like PCs. So they're, uh, they're getting closer. Am I remembering that correctly? I think I'm remembering that correctly. I mean, yeah, this is stuff that just came to the latest generation of consoles, you know, right. like a couple of years ago, but still. Um, I guess it was 2018. You- the first ray tracing graphics cards came out. So what are you guys running? Dan, you're on M1. Yes. And Colby, what are you on? Uh, I have a, the Space Blue MacBook Air. So I guess I, I have an M2. I think I have all, I'm all M2s. My work computer is an M2 Max or something, too. Space Blue. That sounds so cool. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would be funny, though, the if they put, it's space here. orange. <laughs> <laughs> it's the color space of the sun. Space, space orange. Just space everything silver. is just space. I mean, Starlight is basically space silver. You're not wrong. You know, that's a sexy color, too. Um, it's very fingerprinty. I feel like when they were talking about space black and the fingerprints, what they were what they were actually talking about is they were like subtweeting the space blue MacBook Air. Yeah, that would be a nice addition. I agree. Even the uh, even the silver gets smudgy. So I, w- I wonder how all that works. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously am using, I'm using my uh, M1 right now, and I've never thought to myself, gosh, I wish it were faster. Now, then again, I spend most of my day working on a Windows computer that is no joke, eight years old. Um, wow. It, 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 I, this is going to sound like I'm making it up, and I'm not. I believe it shipped with Vista. That's how old my work computer is. No, I think it was right. It was right at the end of Vista. Like it almost got Windows 8. It was that close. I think there's a Vista sticker on it. Wow. Wow. And it's wow. I forgot. uh, It still works. Absurd. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's my little crappy Dell computer that I've been desperate to upgrade. I will say M1 definitely big upgrade from that. But I don't know if I'd really notice I mean, have you guys like used your Macs and they're like, gosh, I wish they it was faster or had better battery life or. Mm, no, faster. It can always be faster. Um, <laughs> I I am one of those people who who I feel like the Apple ad is speaking to me because some of the crap that I do at work now on the laptop is completely limited by how fast it can go. Um, but battery life, no, I, I made it, I think, yeah, I think I made it eight hours on the flight from Iceland back, back to here with like 20 or 30% battery left. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. And this computer is now two years old, three years old. 
how old is this computer? I guess you're, you're probably about right. Two years old, maybe. It was November. I hadn't moved out here yet, so it was November 2021, I think. Yeah, two years old. I don't feel the need to replace it, but if someone offered me an M3, I would, <laughs> I would, you know. I think if someone had offered me an M2, A, they never had a Max version of it, right? So I would have been a little hesitant. Like, do I really want to, like, you know, add a new computer, transfer all my files, set it all up for just, like, 15% faster? Like, meh. Hmm. Um, but now 50% faster, it's a, it would be tempting. But I don't, I don't want to pay for one myself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my other work computer is one of the last Intel Macs that I got in 2020. And that thing is super slow compared to even M1. I will say there is a noticeable. That's where I think. And they kept saying it was interesting to me how often in the announcement they kept comparing it to Intel Macs, which tells me that a lot of people still have them. And Apple thinks they, you know, they want people to upgrade. <laughs> That was what I that was my takeaway from that whole event was like, please, <laughs> please throw away your Intel Mac. Well, it makes a lot of sense because not everyone is updating every year. And it it has been confusing me recently with the phone announcements that they always compare it to last year's model. And I it's impressive when the numbers are big, but especially now that they're doing like prime time stuff and they're they're pre-recording these and they're more mass markets i think having a little section that's like and you're and if you're upgrading from a phone that's two to three years old because they must know how often people upgrade on average uh here's like just a reminder you're getting all the stuff we talked about plus this stuff from last year and all the blah 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 um or even saying like you could upgrade to the last year's model which is now only 4.99 and get all this stuff but I think if I were in their marketing department, I'd be doing more of that. But maybe someone there would tell me about why that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How do we feel? Oh, go ahead, Sean. No, please. Okay. I was just going to say it. I was wondering if they were going to do, because there were also rumors that there were going to be no M3s this year. And the reason why I thought that might make sense is because maybe they they do their, there's going to be some, I assume there's going to be some Vision Pro mega event in January or February. And those have been, we were told that those are doing M2 things. And and then uh, two weeks later, you you drop your M3s and be like, okay, and yeah, and now the Macs are faster than that, but it's fine. Uh, so this one is kind of weird because if the M2, if the Vision Pro continues to be on M2, then it's like, well, what about the ray tracing and the the graphics and the the new on on device LLM blah 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 stuff? Uh, I don't wait till next year. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I was trying. What ch- I'm trying to remember what chip is in Vision Pro. I thought they said M2 Pro, um, but maybe not. Because what's interesting is now that they've gone to the five, is it five nanometer process? Um, Three nanometer, which actually is a pretty. You know, again, you hear about a lot of these features of. 
M3 and you're like, oh, that makes sense in a smaller, more compact platform that needs to process more things. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if they announce M3 now with the idea that M3 Vision or whatever is what the Vision Pro actually launches with. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, on their website right now, it says the powerful M2 chip simultaneously runs Vision OS, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I would be surprised if they launch it with an old chip. Ooh, interesting. I think they will. Really? Let's put the, let's let's put this uh let's put Ooh. this down. The don't panic bet bet ledger. What's what's oh. the what's the theory on them launching with the M2? Um I think it's too late to change it. Yeah. I I think they It's so they, custom. They could have known in June, they knew in June that they were launching the M3 chips in November, right? And mm-hmm. so they could have not said anything. They could have said it's powered by Apple Silicon. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say that. That's true. Uh, so that's that's my theory. And they've also have been lots of noise about how they're not even, even with the way it is now, they're not going to be able to make enough of them. Um, that's my Yeah, the, the new nanometer process, it's like they bought out a whole factory like the only factory that can make that kind of chip. It's crazy. But the, the I was on the Vision Pro website, and it reminded me that it's a dual chip, M2 and R1. Okay. R1 is the, the special chip, and you're right. You're right. Maybe M2 and R1 are just too integrated that they can't easily switch to the M3 right away. Huh? Interesting. Uh, speaking of things launching at weird times, though, it was nice to get all of the, like, models of this chip all at the same time instead of being like okay well we got the x but what about the x pro and is that you know that'll be so much better it's nice to have them all at once yeah i agree although they didn't upgrade the mac mini that's true or the mac uh, pro or the mac pro (laughs) um but i will say dan you make a good point uh nor did they upgrade the macbook air um these are available for the holidays. Although, I, if you're getting a, a MacBook Pro for Christmas, you have a loved one who really loves you. <laughs> or maybe a uh, family member who works at Apple. Hey, you got to get that employee mm-hmm. discount. Those employee discounts are pretty steep. That's that's why I like having uh, teachers as siblings. Mm. You got to get mm-hmm. that sweet teacher discount. Yeah. Is that it? Did we cover everything in this in this announcement? That's, at, that's it, honestly. Yeah. Unless you want to make up some news. Oh, uh, we didn't. We didn't talk about the <laughs> iMac. iMac colors are fun. I want those colors on a laptop. I was hoping when they're like, and we have a brand new color for. I was like, red, like something crazy. Yes. They said, they said brand new color, but and then I think they followed up with like that screams pro, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be <laughs> black. <laughs> That's right, because because pros have no creativity. Um, yeah, I think it's a nice. I mean, if I these things are, you know, I'm it more impressed cool. by the I'm just how thin it is in real life. When you see one of these, to me, is more impressive than the laptop. Yeah, where I'm like, there's nothing to it. It's they're very slick. I wish I had any reason to buy one though, because mm. you know, five years ago, if you got an iMac, you could get a better computer. Certainly a better computer than the best 13-inch laptop. Um, now that is not true. 
the 13 inch laptops are actually, you can get a better 13 inch laptop than you can get an iMac <laughs> actually, which is kind of screwed up because you can't get an M you can't get a pro chip in, in an iMac at all. I don't think, never mind the max chip, but you know what? I, th- I don't think so. I, I have not checked, but that was my impression from the announcement. You're right. E- yeah. You can only yeah. get the M three. But, you know, you want to my theory about the iMac? Not that I know anything and I'm a total moron. Um, I think the uh, iMac will will be gone someday. I think it get replaced. Oh, yeah. uh, it gets replaced by an iPod and an iPad in a dock. Hmm. Oh, and will this be a giant iPad or will the iMac get smaller? Um, I think it's an external monitor. And a keyboard and a mouse and you just slide your iPad into the back of it and it becomes your iMac. And they sell it as a bundle. If that was an ex- external monitor, I would buy one tomorrow. Yeah, the, the Apple external monitor is... Is the <laughs> is the Apple Studio display more expensive than the cheapest iMac? Oh, I believe a, so. Uh, let's see, the basic studio display, what's that? $15.99. And the cheapest yeah. iMac is twelve ninety nine. That's stupid. That's so <laughs> stupid. That bugs the shit out of me. Because you know what? Apple could make a really rocking display at even eight hundred or nine hundred dollars, which I still think is too much. But it would be awesome, and they don't do it. Yeah, and the studio display is much thicker than the iMac is, and doesn't even have a computer inside of it. That's <laughs> you're right. They could just put a computer in it. That's, oh, my God. <laughs> well, it does have a computer inside of it to run the stupid webcam that's doing this thing right now. This um, is. <laughs> but a way less powerful one. That right. is just. That's why they're rich right. and we're not. Bunch of. Awesome. Wow, it really is bigger, isn't it? I'm looking at the at the profile, you know, view of the studio display. Yeah, it's it's thick. It certainly is. It's almost an inch thick, I would say, looking at my overpriced Apple monitor. <laughs> no judging. No judging. You you probably oh. stare at that than any other surface in your life. It's definitely true. Except yeah, it probably does beat out the back of my eye, my eyelids, sadly. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm as I'm wiggling around and watching the camera move around my space. Just this morning, I realized a feature that this house has that I had not realized until this morning. Hmm. Underneath the sh- like shelves here are lights and power outlets. Wow. Yeah. And what's funny is when when we first moved in and I was adding all these books to the shelves, I saw that there was like a little triangular piece uh, in one of the corners of all the shelves. And I was like, that's weird. Someone must have run some wires up this thing at one point. And it never occurred to me that there were there were still wires running up that thing. Um, But yeah, not as fun as like a, you know, a surprise murder dungeon or anything like that. But. And keep looking. You never know. Okay, uh, yeah. I can't, it's hard to imagine where it could possibly be, but uh, 
I will keep looking. <laughs> Murder Dungeon. Actually, n- n- to circle back to what we should have done at the beginning of the show, the Don't Panic Home Improvement Hour. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a brain teaser. When Colby was here, after you left, Sean, it got really hot. And um, I noticed that the vents upstairs were not producing as much air as I would have I would have liked. And now I've noticed that they also do the same thing in in the uh, for the heat. So it's not just an AC heat thing. Um, the vents on the third floor, I cannot figure out how physically how the air gets from the basement up to them. I can't figure it out. And in the basement, I can see how all the vents get to all the places on the first floor. I can just look up and see. How can I figure? I just want to know. I just want to know. How can I figure this out? And so one thing I thought was, you know, what would be cool is if you could buy one of those like medical snake wire things with the camera on the end, (laughs) which you totally can. It's like $30 on Amazon. It's not even that expensive. Um, it plugs into your iPhone. You can watch the camera, but I don't know if there's an easier I- idea, like dropping a rock down there or something. I'm just so curious. What are you? Th- what are you hoping to find? I'm hoping to find that actually there's like a secret vent somewhere that I need to jiggle open, and then the air will flow better. But I suspect actually that what I need to do is turn the fan off auto and. If I want to get the air to the upstairs, just turn it on high, high blast. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I noticed in the morning when the heat is like going back up, you know, it's the heat has been on a schedule. And now it's back up to a higher temperature. The air is moving out of the vents upstairs much at a much faster clip. Mm. Uh, but I, I just want to know. It's just bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> I cannot figure it out. I'm looking. I'm like, the other thing was none of the vents that go like the way that the air goes from the basement to the first floor, they all terminate. So those aren't like channels, right? So it's not Mm -hmm. like it, it lets out a little bit there and it keeps going up. Those all stop and I can't see any other vents anywhere, but it works somehow. It's just really bugging me. I need to know. Yeah. You you also, you know, I don't know what the diameter of your vents are, but I pretty big. Are they good sized? Okay, because I know that that's a co- in my house. My vents are uh, too small. I can never get central air um, because you need slightly bigger vents and you need them insulated to do central air. So um, I know that that can sometimes prevent airflow. I mean, I don't know how big the ones are. The ones upstairs do seem smaller, but you could at least fit two hands down them. Hmm. I think. I don't know. Maybe a, a raccoon died in them. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, I need to. All right. I'm going to get one of these cameras on Amazon eventually. I would. But do it on the show and stream us the feed so we can watch. How about that? Ooh, OK, we'll go live. Will that, we'll, will that be my um, the thing I do for the next episode's topic? I would Dan love that. Live streams exploring his vents. Riverside has a, an iOS app, so you, you can stream your mobile camera. Okay. A thought. A thought. Wow. Are we doing? Are we doing picks? I have so many picks. I have. Oh, let's do picks. picks. I have a pick. 
and, and Colby's like, screw you guys. Um, I've had so many picks in previous episodes. I know. I don't remember what they are now. Let's get our butts in the spreadsheet. I can go first if you guys need time. I don't need time. Um, well, go ahead. What do you got? Okay. I have often been on this search for... Let me find this. A two um, app bugbears in my life. One is a good email app for iOS. Still haven't found one. Um, the other is a thing for keeping track of recipes. Uh, where the heck is the drive? Up oh, here we go. Uh, and I finally found one. It's called Crouton. So Crouton has all the features you want. Um, It has a little share sheet extension thing. So you can go on a website, click share. It auto detects the recipe, fills it out in a structured way. Um, It has a meal planning feature. So you can can put uh, meals onto a calendar basically and see when you've said you're going to make things. It ha- and you can ser- and all the recipes you have are searchable, so you can search for like what was that, what was that, uh, what what can I make with uh, carrots or why did I add um, chicken broth to the groceries list? And you can be like, boom, show me all this stuff super fast. Uh, the coolest feature is that it integrates with reminders. And so you can set up your meal plan and just click add to groceries list and it adds it to your groceries list in reminders. Now, I was like not that interested in this until I realized two additional things that aren't even part of Crouton. One, uh, you can share reminders list with other people. I didn't, it makes sense. I didn't know that. Two, uh, I don't know how to trigger this, but eventually Apple, and this might be a new 13 or whatever on 17.1 feature or whatever. Apple will ask you, is this reminders list a groceries list? And then it will machine learn categories of the stuff in that list. So it'll be like, this is pasta and produce and fruits, and this is in the dairy aisle. And it corresponds pretty well to where things are in the grocery store, which was a task that I was always immensely doing as I was walking in. I was like, okay, scan. It's always vegetables first in the grocery store for some reason. So scan the list. Try to, oh shit, onions were like way on the bottom. I totally missed them. Now I'm all the way over here. I have to go walk all the way to the onions. So the crouton app and, oh, I haven't even gotten to the recipe view yet. So then you can view a recipe. It looks really nice. It's beautiful format. It clean. Everything's listed in the right spot. It highlights in each step the ingredients because it know it's like knows what the ingredients are and it tells you in each step and you can click on that and it brings you like it's three tablespoons of X. It brings you up to the top. Uh, you can do all the things like scale things up and down. When you scale a recipe, it saves it. Uh, so if you've scaled it once, you don't have to worry about rescaling it again in the future. When you add things to the groceries list, it takes scaling into account as well. Um, but the other cool thing is, is, of course, there's an iPad app. And if you click start, it brings you to this like view where it's just one thing at a time but on the ipad it does eye tracking and you can turn you can switch between this step and the previous step with your eyes by looking at like a corner of the screen it's so cool uh so hands-free recipe navigation wow. crouton.app crit nice 
It does cost money, but it's just a one-time purchase. That's awesome. I, uh, I've been using Paprika, which I picked on the show back yep. uh, in 2017, but that app has gotten buggier and buggier and buggier, and it is borderline unusable. So I'm very excited to try something new. Yeah, so, I had tried Paprika uh, too. There's also a Mac app. And so what I did was importing all the stuff from Paprika and this other whisk I was using, which then became Samsung Foods. It just <laughs> really went downhill. Uh, but I was able to just pull all these recipes up on in Safari and then have Crouton open on the right, paste the link in. It would autofill, make a couple corrections here and there on my Mac. Super, super fast. I was done in just like 15 minutes. Um, yeah, love the crew nice. app. Nice. I am definitely checking that out. Very good. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I don't mind going first here. I got something for you guys to watch. I don't think this has been picked on the show. Have you guys watched Invincible? No. Awesome. Highly recommend, uh, available to Amazon Prime subscribers, um, from the, uh, who's the guy? Um, uh, Robert Kirkman, famous comic book guy. Uh, it's an animated series. Yes, it involves superheroes. I'm not going to pretend otherwise, but I will say it is very different in that it's got some of the best world building I've seen. It is very emotional and grounded, um, but it's also funny. Um, it, it's just a really well put together show, and I'm promoting it not only because the first season's great, but the second season premieres. Uh, in a couple weeks. So a great time to get caught up. They're quick watches. They're 45 minutes a piece. Um, and I couldn't stop watching once I started. So um, a really fantastic uh, program to check out. I recommend. What is it on? Amazon Prime. Invincible. Uh, uh, they'll be promoting it heavily, I'm sure, because of the new season. So you won't miss it. <laughs> and check that out. Uh, Colby, you have a pick? I truly don't. That's okay. Which is we won't it's judge crushing it. me because at least twice in the last the last few episodes, I've been like, oh my god. I wish we were doing picks because this thing. <laughs> well, you can double pick next was. week. That's okay. Yeah. We'll double it. Uh I, I will uh mention and I, look at what do you got there? What is that? Oh, it's got a live activity. It's got live activities. I didn't even realize that. So if nice. you lock your phone, it remembers what step you're on in the recipe and just shows you right on the lock screen. Oh, I love God. live activities. God, that's good. And you can click next. You can navigate through the live through your recipe right on the lock screen. That's so cool. God, I might actually want to cook. This is great. And I didn't realize this. Okay, when it highlights something in yellow. It, you press that, it sets an iOS timer just instantly. Oh, that's more God. Very nice. You got a, uh, in lieu of Colby's pick, Dan, you got a recipe you want to recommend? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. The uh, We've been making Thai curry mm. uh, in the Instant Pot instantaneous pot the instantaneous pot uh i and of course it remembers what website you imported it from so i was able to quickly pull up the website the original website and i'll put that in next to the crouton app all right that's awesome folks go uh, check out our website don't panic.io it's got links to all the picks including that recipe 
Um, this is great. Maybe if we're uh, short picks in the future, I, I got my collection. We'll, uh, we'll throw some of our favorites in. That's a great idea. Um, for instant pot, Thai red curry, which, oh, that looks great. That Getting looks the, great. the red curry paste is a little challenging. I think you can overpay for it on Amazon if you want. Um, or you find it in some specialty grocery store somewhere, but a little bit goes a long way. So once you get it, you're, you're set for a bit. Uh, Dan, we don't have time, but maybe next week I want to talk instant pot. Okay. Oh, well, I've never had one, one of my original. O- what? I thought I've never had one. The- no, I'm a slow cooker. A bunch I got of- a slow oh, cooker. Oh, that's what you sent me a slow cooker, but never an instant okay. pot. And the thing is, my slow cooker is on its last legs. The Instant Pot we have also has a slow cooker. Exactly. So I'm wondering if it's worth me, but I want somebody with Instant Pot experience to tell me whether or not it's a good idea. Okay. I have a pick. I have an Instant Pot related pick. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, This looks good. This is it. This is so we got an Instant Pot and we got this book with the instant pot um and it's like all the food in here is good and it's not that the vast majority of it is not like super labor intensive uh but it's for whatever reason like i don't know why this matters but but you know the instant pot can do the pressure cooker or it can do slow cooker and a bunch of these recipes are like oh you can do it the pressure cooker way and it takes 40 minutes or you can do it the slow cooker way and it takes three hours. Colby. I, uh, I don't, I don't know why, but it's, it's a good, uh, the food's all good. We've made like, well, Laura has made most of the recipes (laughs) in the book. I've made a couple of them. It looks great, Colby. Uh, but I, unfortunately, uh, my memory, uh, is in favor. You picked both the instant pot and this book back in February of 2022. No shame what? in double picking it. Uh, I thought it looked familiar as soon as I saw it. And yes, February 21st, 2022. That must have been when you got your instant pot and you picked the book as well. Well, it's we we still make food from it. It's great. It's so good. You picked it twice. Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Very nice. Good picks this week. Glad to have picks back. Um, I will. Uh, as I always do start to do the wrap up here, uh, folks, I will send you over to upfordebate.tv. We're still in the middle of our sandwich tiers, which I teased last week, but we didn't do a show last week. So we're going to finish it this week. So you should check it out upfordebate.tv or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, of course, this show, Don't Panic at IO, I already mentioned our website, which is great. You should go there. But if you don't like websites for some reason, don't worry. You can just go to wherever you get your podcast. Look for Don't Panic. Make sure you subscribe. The video version is on YouTube as well. You can see Dan hold his phone up to the camera. Um, just like Colby and I get to do every week. How fun. Uh, of course, you can get a hold of us. Don't Panic Show at gmail.com. We do the show live Monday nights at roughly 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on all our live platforms, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. And of course, um, that's all I have to plug. So that's going to wrap us up here for this week, but we're going to be back next week with a topic. Uh, Who knows what that'll be. Dan's on the clock, but we're going to come up with something fun until then uh, on behalf of these guys. I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time for another great don't panic.
This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.